Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello everybody, welcome to Walk Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello Scott. Josh, your friend, for one, I barely fit on this frame anymore. My hair's gone ridiculous. <laughs> it's lockdown. Number two, speaking of inevitable things, um, EA, well, Bioware got out there on their official blog and said that Anthem, sadly, if you're an Anthem fan, is not going to be continuing anymore. Um, they put an official uh, blog post out from executive producer Christian Daly um, saying they've made the difficult decision to stop new development work on Anthem, um, which came after Jason Schreier's Bloomberg report uh, as of the week of February. I think it was February the 9th um, mm-hmm. or the very beginning of February saying that EA were going to be reviewing the last few the last year or so of Anthem um, and the idea of Anthem Next the sort of like uh, the 30 person uh, Bioware team that were putting together the next potential future of Anthem they were calling it Anthem Next and apparently 30 different uh, 30 people were putting together this idea of what Anthem could become and they were going to be reviewing that and it hasn't apparently gone very well so initial thoughts on this and I'll read some some bits and pieces out but we might have saw it coming yeah, I think bit. it just seems inevitable. As soon as we got that Bloomberg report in, in particular, that was saying EA was going to look at the progress, I think the writing was on the wall there because I don't mm-hmm. know in, like how, what could <laughs> Bioware have done to have justified continuing with Anthem when, you, when there's so many other Bioware projects in the works right now. Like we've got mm-hmm. Dragon Age 4, which I'm sure you'll get to, and um, the new Mass Effect. It just That's just two projects, you know what I mean? And it's not like this team is this massive kind of, um, you know, like Ubisoft-style um, studio that can juggle a bunch of things at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. it, like three big projects like that would take the focus away from at least one and yeah it just kind of feels inevitable and sad but also i think you know we'll get into it but it feels like it's um reflective of an industry kind of approaching live service games in a really strange way that ultimately just doesn't work for people who buy into them at least at launch do you think they've learned? Do you think anyone is learning anything from this? Because it's been, I, and that, I mean, even like, Destiny 1, like whenever we refer to Destiny, it's Destiny 2 that we're referring to, because Destiny 1 was just ultimately abandoned and uh, Bungie just had to move forward and Activision move forward to make Destiny 2 work. But the Avengers completely fell flat on its face and yeah. now Anthem's fallen flat on its face. It's like there are multiple high profile failures trying to chase the, the Destiny yeah. model. Um, it's just so weird, like Destiny for me, like, you know, it plays immaculately well, but it's like Destiny 1, all the conversations around it were similar to, well, like in the same vein of like, oh my God, what the hell is this? You're over monetizing this. There was all the XP issues with Destiny 2 where they were sort of hiding um, the reality of how grindy that, like getting to the next level actually was and sort of encouraging all the Crystal Engram stuff or White Engram stuff. And it's just like, yeah, do you think they're actually learning from this or is it just going to be like... We're going to try again. Like, oh, you know, if only we tweaked this yeah. and we sort of made the monetization this way or the grind this way, it would have worked. 
I'm hesitant to say it either way, man, because every single time one of these have come out, I've said, oh, you've got to learn the lesson now. You know, <laughs> when Destiny came out, I was like, we've got to learn the lesson. When mm-hmm. um, Anthem came out, I was like, we've got to learn the lesson. And then when the Avengers came out, I was like, they must have learned the lesson by now. Those are two big Ugh. failures to ignore. But this time, you have to assume, because there's been so many high-profile failures, that no one can repeat this again. And if mm-hmm. they do, we will see it from a mile off. You know, I think the sales of the Avengers in particular... I've just kind of like shown that if you don't have the foundation there at launch, if you don't have the content there at launch, it's ultimately um, going to be tricky to win people back. And the Avengers might do it partly because of like the name brand and partly because the updates are at least coming. You know, we've got mm-hmm. new characters. We've got the announcement of a next-gen version. With Anthem, it was always like this vague promise of this is a live service. There's a roadmap on its way. We're going to make this a good thing. And then ultimately, two years down the line, they haven't lived up to that <laughs> at all. And I think that's the biggest takeaway. Like, you can't, you can't do this. You just can't. You can't sell things as a live service, as something to invest in mm. and promise things down the line and then just not deliver on them. That is one of the worst looks you can get because it's worse than just shipping a bad game. You ship a bad game, people go, well, that's bad. I'm not going to buy it. The sales tank. And then they try again. With something mm-hmm. like Anthem, you've essentially been stringing players along for two years saying, no, this will be good. This will be worth the money well, that you spent like, at launch. You know, and That's a whole other thing. Yeah. It's like the people who bought in for full price with the whole idea, like, you know, the, the, essentially the promise of a live service game, like constant updates, constant content packs. There's a whole bunch, there's a whole story you teased in Anthem that's obviously never going to go anywhere anymore. And it's like, if you paid, because it was a pre, obviously it's a premium AAA product that they were trying yeah. to get as much money out of as possible, uh, more so on the EA side, I would imagine, than the executives or the people at Bioware. But still, those people bought into something that they never got. And I kind of wonder if that will have legal ramifications going forward because it's just, reminds me of the same thing with Mass Effect Andromeda. Like the other side, or DLC is coming, you buy the season pass for Mass Effect Andromeda and that season never materialized. Um, yeah. And it's just like, if you're going to do these games, they can't just be cast-offs that we'll fix later down the line. We'll, we'll fix the patches, fix the bugs and we'll make the content. It'll all work out somehow. Yeah. Um, and obviously there was that whole Kotaku report, um, I think it also by Schreier um, when he was still working there about like how Bioware have the whole Bioware magic thing internally yeah. that like, hey, you know, everything will come together at the end and a lot of like big high-profile games are like that. But it just seems like in this case, the writing was always on the wall. Like I just remember before it even came out, just saying like, this does not look confident at all. Like even watching the conferences about it and the different game details, no, it's about the anthem and it's this way that the world constantly shifts around. It was like, ah, none of this feels right. Um, yeah, and kind of that sort of like carried through. Um, so a bit more of the uh, statement from Christian Daly says that um, they were working from home during the pandemic. That's had a massive impact on their productivity. Um, and it, not everything that they planned as a studio before COVID can be accomplished without putting undue stress on the teams. Um, going forward, they need to uh, laser focus their efforts as a studio and strengthen the next Dragon Age and Mass Effect titles, as well as providing quality updates to Star Wars The Old Republic. Um, which makes sense. The, the thing that tags on the end of that um, is that um, he says that Anthem will still continue, the live service will still continue, as it exists yeah. today. So it's as broken, as threadbare, as whatever you want to tag on the end of that forevermore, or at least for another few years until EA can it all together. But obviously the microtransactions will stay, the state yeah. of the game will stay, the grinds will stay. Um, but I don't know, man. Bio, Bioware's, <laughs> the state of Bioware just yeah. continues to be painful. That's that's the lesson I want them to learn, and I want mm. a year to learn, because you imagine like they have a huge hand in trying to pivot Bioware from what they were, which was this mm. single-player, focused, story-driven, character-driven um, team, to something that they can monetize, like FIFA. You know, like that classic anecdote always comes up about the executive going in and asking the teams in EA, like, 
what have you got? Where's where's your ultimate team? You know, and everyone's like, well, "Are you winning, son? Yeah, <laughs> are you winning, son? Give me a million bucks." You know what I mean? Yeah. But I obviously feel, you know, deep. Um, I, I, I at least sympathise a lot with the team who has been working on Anthem for like the past year because it's kind of been, it, well, it's certainly been a tough job to kind of justify mm-hmm. why that game should continue. And especially like um, the statement says, with everything that's been going on with the pandemic, that's obviously going to be really difficult to um, you know, adjust your expectations, adjust your workflow and stuff like that. But ultimately, I think this is an issue from the very top. Like you said, Anthem, even before it came out, everyone was kind of like, ooh, this really like is this what we're doing and it was always on that back foot you know there are tales of mismanagement within the studio apparently most of the content was put together in like under two years in a mad rush towards the end of production and all of that shows all of those executive decisions shows in the final product and it it sucks and it is a kind Mm -hmm. of cautionary tale to big publishers who want a live service but don't really know what they want it to be they just know they want the monetizable aspects they want the live service structure Mm -hmm. but struggle to justify it with interesting content or varied content or you know customization of characters or world building or whatever and i hope bioware now is able to shrug all that stuff off and be like look this hasn't worked let us make what we want to make and let us focus on the things we want to focus on which presumably you know i don't know i'm not going to speak for them but presumably it's closer to what they were making before in terms of like that story driven focus that rpg focus even if they want to you know make it more action focused that's fine of course and it's just Mm -hmm. kind of these tacked on live service elements which obviously don't work for every developer. It reminds me of the uh, the Battle Royale boom, where it's just sort of like, you know, like, oh, like, Fortnite blew up. Okay, let's do Battle Royale. Yeah. And it's like, um, I, forget the, I forget the name of that one Battle Royale that got cancelled. Um, there's been a few of them that have sort of been cancelled. Obviously, even Cliffy B was sort of getting in there with Radical Heights. Um, and it just kind of feels like you need to do it properly. It can't just be this afterthought. It can't just be, oh, the kid's like this. Right, we'll do one yeah. of them. And it has to be something that sort of has a more, like, obvious purpose to it. And I feel like with a gaming audience, we're one of the most learned audiences' demographics going. So we're going to pick this stuff apart. And it's yeah. like, it's not like people don't have that game-playing friend that can tell them to stay away from something. Uh, but I always think, I always kind of imagine that scenario when stuff like this happens. Like, if the event can fall um, because it is so empty and threadbare then it's it's very easy to see why a new IP like Anthem can also completely fall apart um, so yes let us know what you think down in the comments below of Anthem did you ever believe it was going to bring itself back or are you kind of joining us and just saying hopefully these devs can move on to something better than being bolted to this IP uh, for the next few years for now I've been Scott from whatculture.com I've been Josh from whatculture.com and we'll catch you next time bye, bye. 
quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.